0: How many enjoyed worship this morning? Can you tell me how many people felt God touch you during worship? He's good, isn't he? He was really releasing something during worship. And uh, what we've been doing over the last few weeks, we've commenced our our new series, our new theme for this year, which is Healing Hope. And uh, this morning, I'm gonna be speaking about healing the mind through peace. Now, first of all, I did not recognise that song about peace on the song list when I was looking to prepare this message in the last few days Anna had no idea what I was going to be speaking about so I'm taking that that the Lord is saying he really wants to release his peace over us this morning so get ready for what he wants to do this morning so we've been speaking recently about the, pla- you know, the place of prayer and the place of rest you know, that place that Tim spoke about last week and this morning I'm going to be looking at the place of the mind in healing hope and receiving the promise of God's peace so how good's that? How good is that? So in seeking healing and seeking hope, this is what I want to say right up front, how we have trained our minds is very important because our underlying belief systems actually can cause the mind to create a barrier to receiving if they're not formed according to God's word. So can I share another story with you for my week this week? Okay, here's my story for this week. This week, my car needed to be serviced and I needed to take it to a new dealer, one I hadn't been to before. That's fine, no problem. So I used my phone GPS, which was working by that stage. I have another phone story, but not for this morning. Anyway, I used my phone GPS to find my way to the service. Fine. So, you know, that took me right to the place and I knew where it was going to take me anyway, but not precisely. So it said... On your left is where you need to be. Great. So I saw a sign on my left and it said service. Fantastic. So in I drive and I thought this is really tight in here and there's other cars around and they had to wait and there was one parking spot left. And it was so tight and so narrow that I, you know, it took a little while to get my long car in that parking spot. So I got it in the parking spot. Fine. And I'm thinking, well, at least I don't have to worry about backing it out because the service guys will do that. Well, I got to the front door and here's the QR code and it was a different dealer. It was the one next door. So... (laughs) So, what does your mind start to think? I turned around, of course, and I looked at my car, totally different, you know, make, amidst all these other smaller cars of the make of the dealer, that I had driven into. So, what does your mind want to do? Your mind wants to say, oh, look at all those people looking at you. Look at all those people who saw this car drive in, which shouldn't be there. And I simply, you know, (laughs) oh, you're going to be late for your service. All these things your mind wants to go to. And I simply had to say, Get back in that car and concentrate on backing <laughs> this car out because you know you can do it. Yeah. So that's just an example sometimes of how our minds kick in yeah. and what they want to do and what they want to say. So that was, uh, oh, look, I backed it out, but it took me quite a few minutes. I knew I could do it, then everyone had to wait. I wasn't worried by that stage and I, you know, I recognised that the dealer I should have been at was just a little way down the road. But anyway, these things happen, don't they? They happen to us all in everyday life. And our minds are so strong and so powerful, they kick in in every situation that we face. How many know that? So I sense that for some here this morning and for some watching this morning, I sense that the Lord is wanting you to be free and healed from some of these thought patterns that are actually ruling your mind, that come up time and time again, that start to take over time and time again. And we're gonna be praying for that later. And I feel that the Lord is saying he is so wanting you to come closer to him this morning. He's so wanting to draw you in this morning. He's so wanting you to live in his peace. And that's what the Bible calls the peace that knows no understanding. So that's what we're gonna be talking about. So how many know that when you read something If it's too close it's very blurry isn't it it's right in front of your eyes you can't read it if it's too small then you might need to um, get a magnifying glass or you might need reading glasses you might need to do something like that so there's a way of finding isn't there when you read something the exact place and the exact perspective to be able to read something and then to be able to take in what's being read we've all had that experience haven't we so we understand that well the mind needs to be in the right uh, perspective and the right place to correctly read what God is saying and to correctly read what is going on around your, mind, uh, your life. And that's what I want to say this morning. So let's just start where I started before. What does the stream of thoughts going through your mind sound like? If you just stop and be quiet for a moment, even what now, what's going through your mind now? Your mind could be anywhere right now. But it's good to stop sometimes and think, what do I sound like? What does my mind sound like? Because it's talking. Some thoughts are good and purposeful, of course. I mean, we do have good thoughts, and God says have good thoughts. And most of the time we do. But sometimes we receive negative thoughts. They could be doubt or worry or some of those things. And uh, they, they crop up from time to time, just as I shared before, and that can happen to any one of us. But how many people find their minds want to go to places where you don't want it to go? You're trying to concentrate on something. Your mind wants to go here and your mind wants to go there. And uh, perhaps it wants to go to distractions because you might really want to do what you're tr- you know, meant to do. Sometimes my mind can do that. I'm getting a bit tired of this and your mind wants to go over there and think about something else or do something else. Perhaps it's memories that are best left behind. And I think we all, you know, we all struggle with these things too. They come up again and we just want to leave them behind. Perhaps it's anxiety about the future. And that's not uncommon uncommon either for us to think about that and sometimes your anxiety can uh, come up. Or perhaps there's negative thoughts about God. Where is he? Is he really here? Is he really with you? Does he really care? Well, I want to say right now, he is always with you and he really cares. And he really wants you to know that he loves you so much in every situation. So if our first response can be, God loves me, that can take your mind down a good path, can't it? If that can be our first response, no matter what, God loves me. God accepts me, (laughs) God is with me. Sometimes we can have questions like, what really happened? What, What was that all about? And why am I in this situation? And they're fairly common things that we face as well. So can anyone else relate to that? Yeah, I think so. So here's our challenge in the West. The Western human mind loves reason. It likes logic and it likes reason. And we've been trained logically and to reason things out. It likes to deal, the mind likes to deal with what it can understand. Therefore, we like to put things in little boxes with our own labels on it. This is this, therefore, that must be that. I've seen this before, therefore it must be that. It looks like this, therefore this is what it must be. I think, <laughs> I think a few people are connecting with that. That's what happens to us. We can um, say to ourselves, this fits here, so this must be the way it is when we're looking at the world around us. So the mind wants to believe what's comfortable. That's its natural, you know, it wants to be in that place where it's comfortable. And it will write its own narrative or its own story of the world around us. How many know that? the mind will start saying, it'll write its own story, well, this is what really happened, because, because, because. It wasn't really like this, because, because, because. And that's the way our minds think. And uh, what it's doing, it's trying to uh, bring a false peace sometimes by avoiding the difficult situations. And the mind wants to do that. It wants to bring us into a false peace wherever it can. So we can be quite incorrect in our own thinking, and our own conclusions, because our reasoning is faulty, because we are human. We can all struggle in many areas like this. But the good news is we don't need to live like this. And God has given us the answer. So here we go. Firstly, as we have the Spirit of God with us, we have another dimension in our lives, which is a much greater dimension. It is a higher dimension. It is a superior dimension over our minds. It is the higher authority in all situations. And the important key for us is this, the truth Truth bears witness in our spirit, not our mind. So it's the peace we have in our spirit, the witness we have in our spirit, that uh, where God is saying this is truth, not what is going on in our minds. So what the spirit, of course, does work together with our minds, and uh, you know the spirit does that to bring illumination into our minds and to show us things. But the revelation from the spirit is the higher source in every situation. Yeah. So we're going to unpack this a little bit more, but that's really key to remember that. So we'll have a look at what the Bible says about this, because that's our first source, isn't it? The Word of God. So in Philippians uh, chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, everything, by prayer and supplication, that's asking God, with thanksgiving, so there's our heart posture, and we've talked about this before, let your requests be made known to God. So, in every situation where some of these things might be rising up, prayer, ask God, let our requests be known to God. And, and, listen to this, the peace of God, which knows no understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It's the understanding. What this is saying is that our minds will not bring us peace, but peace comes through. What we have just talked about there, prayer, and that's coming up again, isn't it? We've spoken about prayer a lot, so prayer is a key in the healing hope and the the areas that we're talking about. So here we have prayer again, and here we have the promise of prayer again that will guard our hearts and minds. That's very important. It's the guard over our heart. It's the guard over our mind, because it is the protection Um, When we give things to God, He gives us that peace and that guard so we will not accept those narratives, those stories that are not of Him. But what we can see here is really important. This is our relationship with God. It's our connection with God. This is a, a relational stance that we have with God. We're in relationship with Him all the time. So it comes through relationship with Him. It comes through prayer with Him. And the peace comes through that. That's how it works. So it speaks of that. And uh, surpassing, how does it work? Surpassing comes through paying attention to the Spirit of God. So our minds want to go here, but we need to pay attention to the Spirit of God. So how do we do it? First of all, we position ourselves where we are in that place where we can receive God's perspective. And rest in a quiet space and place, like we heard about last week, is one way we can do that. So we must come into a place like that because the mind can be very busy. So this is something that we need to proactively do. It doesn't happen by default. This is a life pattern that God is talking about here this morning, that life pattern. So training our minds is important. We must train our minds and not let it do what it wants to do, not let it go where it wants to go. We train our minds. We take those thoughts captive and we go to God and we allow God to start bringing his peace into those situations. Now, sometimes that takes time. But the important thing is that we are actually using the authority God's given us over our own mind. We don't let the mind rule us. The spirit of God rules our mind. That is the way it is. That's the way God has given that wonderful capacity to us through his Holy Spirit, which means that there is so much open to us. Now, the world in which we live in is ruled by the mind, and the world in which we live in is getting darker and I feel that God is really wanting to encourage us to protect our minds, to guard our minds and to guard our hearts in the world in which we're living. The, the Western mind is so rational, it's ruling, um, you can see it, you can hear it. In what is spoken in what is said in what is declared and he's saying be careful guard your heart and guard your mind that you don't take on some of these things without realizing it because that's what can happen we listen to the news we listen to this what we don't realize sometimes is our mind is taking some of this in and we're starting to form a belief system about it whether we realize it or not And there's some good examples that I won't give from the platform that are very current at the moment in terms of how people have formed belief systems about situations and other people. And God is saying the belief system comes from him. It comes from him and it comes from the authority of his word. So the way we train our mind, we train our mind first of all in the word of God. That's the first place we train our mind in. Then we train our mind by taking those thoughts captive, as Paul has talked about. We test our thoughts. Does this come from God? Does this not come from God? So prayer comes first. Healing in our minds means this this morning. Prayer comes first. And and that's the prayer that brings the supernatural peace, which is available, that brings rest and protection to the mind. Our minds need to be healed because our minds need rest. Our minds can be overworked, they can be over-busy, you can't sleep, you can't stop doing things, you, you, your mind keeps wanting to go here. There's a healing that's needed of the mind that wants to do that. And that healing comes in the peace of God and in that rest of God that we're talking about. That's the place we go to. So what else does God say? So Paul in First Corinthians chapter 2, verses 15 and 16, he said this. But he who is spiritual, that's God, judges all things. Yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. This is very significant. God's point of view is the truth, and nobody judges God. He is the one who judges every situation, not us. So that's why committing things to God is so very, very important. Because he says, For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. So what Paul is saying is, we don't instruct God, we don't tell God what to do, what to think, what should be we don't tell God what he's saying is that we have the mind of Christ so Paul is again talking about the fact that we have access to God's mind and God's heart on situations through his spirit and this is what we need we all need it in our daily lives Paul's explaining a principle here that God who is spirit is the judge of all things and not our natural minds remember that however as we have seen we have access to the mind of Christ in prayer and through the word of God and the spirit of God. Is this making sense? Yeah. Okay, let's keep going. So Paul spent his lifetime in pursuit of one thing. That's what it came down to. He said this in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or wisdom... Declaring to you the testimony of God. So, this is part of Paul's journey he's talking about here. But he's saying, For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. So, for Paul, is showing the significance of living a life in which we keep our minds focused on Jesus. Paul spent his whole life, and this is what he came to the one thing is, I keep my mind on Christ and Christ crucified. Paul set himself a life goal to do this. And why should we set a goal that's any less than that? Why should our life goal not be to set our minds and our hearts on Jesus and him crucified and everything that means above everything else? So what do we do about this now? (laughs) How do we outwork this? What does it have to do with healing hope? Well, I want to say this morning that a mind which is at peace can receive healing from receiving truth from the Spirit. I'll say that again. A mind which is at peace can receive healing from receiving truth from the spirit. So our minds are in that place of peace and we're able to receive truth. A mind which is at peace does not extinguish hope. Now, it's our minds that extinguish hope from time to time. It's what our minds are telling us. It's the narratives going on in our minds. It's the underlying belief systems. This didn't happen before, therefore it won't happen now. God didn't come through before, therefore he won't come through now. It's all of these underlying uh, narratives and belief systems that are in our minds that don't line up with the word of God. These are the things that can extinguish hope. So, you know, I think what the Lord is saying this morning too is let's put ourselves in a place where we have hope but we don't lose it. We don't lose it again. We don't ever lose it. It's not something we have to keep going back for because we have it and we don't lose it when we train our minds, when we take authority over those thoughts, when we check ourselves, listen to what we're saying to ourselves, listen to what we're saying to other people. Sometimes I know different people process things differently. Some people process things internally. So they go through in their mind and they're you know, going over and over again and I'm a bit like that. And uh, for someone like that, it really helps to journal, to write things down and then you can <laughs> hear what your mind is saying and you can hear what God is saying. Other people like to process things verbally. They like to speak it out. And uh, for people like that, speak it out to God first. Talk to him first because we're, we're made differently. Some people are made to process things internally. Some people are made to process things as they speak it but what can happen if we uh, if we're not attentive we can find that whatever comes into our mind comes out our mouth in it goes out it comes before we know we're saying all these things that are running through our minds while we're processing it and that's not necessarily the best way to process process it before God (laughs) come to him and tell God how you're feeling he knows the truth he can handle what you say he knows it anyway somebody else doesn't and they can't handle this sometimes really important So we can train our mind, uh, I think, in three ways. I think there's three things to remember for this morning. So the first is this, three keys. And these are to do with healing and hope. So this is part of the journey towards healing and hope. It's part of retaining it. So listen to this. First of all, I think we know we cannot rely on our own reasoning. I think we've seen that quite clearly. To To try and do so can open the door to what is actually deception. So if we start believing things that are not correct, they're not God's truth, they don't line up to his word, we can actually walk in deception, false beliefs and wrong beliefs, and that can open up doors in our life to the enemy he will take full advantage of that. So this is very important. So we saw earlier that the mind likes to create its own story about our situations and circumstances, and it creates a story which is comfortable but is not based upon truth. And this is deception and we don't want to live like that do we we want to live in God's truth we want to live in the peace that God has given us we want to live in the hope that God has given us we want to live in minds that are healed and minds that are whole so secondly we can train our mind to function in the peace of God through prayer and that's what I feel the Lord is encouraging us this morning to train our minds be proactive in walking in that peace and coming into that place of peace through prayer so how powerful is prayer so through prayer and quiet the quiet reflection that we learned about last week God can show us a different side to the situation where we might have a wrong impression or a wrong conclusion we might be quite wrong in our own thinking we might be totally wrong or we might be partially wrong but uh, we need to face up to the fact that that is a possibility which is why going to God is so important. So how often is our prayer to God to change our situation or change another person? How often do we like to pray that? God, please fix this person, fix this situation, take it away, all of those prayers. When his answer may well be that he wants us to change our own thinking about that person or about that situation. And that is what's blocking the flow of his spirit. I'll say that again. How often is our prayer to God to change a situation or to change another person? When his answer, sometimes that's a buy and no answer, (laughs) his answer is that he wants us to change our own thinking and our own perceptions. Our own mind is processing God's responses. Oh, sorry, our own mind can be preventing God's responses being processed. That's what I wanted to say. It can prevent God's responses from being received and processed. So in quiet prayer and quiet reflection, we're able to uh, review, reflect on the everyday events of our lives through the lens of the heart and intention of God and his activity. When we're processing our lives, we're processing it through the lens of God's heart, God's intention, his word, and where he is active in our lives, not through this mind that is rationalising and reasoning. Very important. So the Spirit, this is the third point, the Spirit is there to help us and to show us. He is the counsellor and he's there to help us to face up to things that might be a bit difficult to face up to. He can show us where God is and where God is active. Now, of course, it doesn't mean, does it, that we're going to understand everything. We can't because God is God. So whilst God might give us understanding on some issues... There may not be everything. This is where the walk of peace and faith and trust comes in. God may show you something a little while later when you're more ready to receive it. He may show something in his timing. And this is why we're called to wait on the Lord. You know, the Bible says wait on the Lord. We're called to wait on him. Hold back and stay in peace and wait on him. There's another way to live that he's showing us this morning that we can live in. I can say this to you this morning. A word from your Father in heaven can change everything in any situation. A word from your Father in heaven can change how you see it and how you feel about it. A one word from your Father in heaven can do that. So we are open to that. We're before him. We're looking to him. And he can speak at any time. He spoke to me about something on a couple of mornings ago and I wasn't even thinking about it. But it was a situation that I was familiar with and then all of a sudden he showed me something about that. And that's what happened. Completely different. You have his heart on it and you have his peace. Because a peace comes from him. Very important. Is Is that resonating with some people here? Good, okay, excellent. So let's think about this. If our mind is totally engaged in being busy, trying to understand, trying to work things out, trying to reason our way through things, this is actually preventing the revelation knowledge that comes from the spirit, because it doesn't come through a busy mind. It comes through a peaceful mind. It comes in that place. So our security, this is important too, and I think this will resonate with some people, our security is not on what we know, not at all. Our security is not in what we know and what we can control. See, the mind likes to control sometimes and create that space of security by creating its own story. That's a false sense of security. Our security is not in hammering heaven about our circumstances and wonder why nothing's changing. It could well be because we are the ones who need to change. We can be hammering heaven in prayer, which is based on a wrong belief or a deception about our circumstances. Very important, this very important so perhaps it's us who need to change in the area of our mind and our own thinking so of course it's normal to question and recognise doubt I'm not saying that and that can be normal as we grow but it's our response to those things that are important and our response can be God is good I don't quite get this but God is good I'm just not sure about this but God is good rather than I don't know about this but God is something else so one response is to allow the mind to formulate our views if we face doubts or you know, insec- uh, things that we're not certain about through reason, the other is to go to the place of quiet rest before God, quiet trust in God and receive his peace and of course we receive his forgiveness if it's us who've been wrong. We've seen it the wrong way. So can you think of some people who you know who walk in God's peace? Can you identify some people? Yep. Yeah. You don't know anybody who walks in God's peace? (laughs) Put up your hand if you know someone who walks in God's peace. Of course you do. (laughs) It's good to talk with those people. Have a conversation with them and see what you can learn about how they handle their situations. And even, of course, even if we are fully confident in God's love and care, we still need to decide where we will allow our minds to go. Because your mind will still want to race off somewhere else in certain situations. So this morning, what would it be like for you to live from that place of living with the peace of God, guarding your hearts and minds? Is that a good goal? I think it's a great goal, a great goal for us this morning. And what it would look like to know that when life events do disturb you, as they will, even something as simple as me parking in the wrong car dealer, they can disturb you, these little things. What will we do? Where will we go with those situations? So what would it be like to know that your mind can always come back to the things of God in those situations because you have trained it that way? Very important. So we have a choice this morning as well. Will we train our minds this morning? Will we make a decision to train our minds to concentrate on receiving the things of God or are we going to let it be consumed by the ways of thinking of the world around us and those around us. That's our choice today, and it's a very significant choice given what is in the world around us. So what I'd love to do, I'd love to pray with you for a few minutes just as we close because I feel that the Lord wants to touch some lives here this morning. So Jesus, we thank you. We thank you that you are always here. We thank you that by Holy Spirit, your presence is here. We thank you for the truth of your word that shows us the path in which we can go. We thank you that you can bring healing to minds that have been overactive, uh, minds that have been wrought with worry or fear, minds that have been trying to work things out because we simply don't understand. Lord, I pray that right now, you would bring your peace to those minds. That Lord, we actually don't need to understand because we can place our trust in you lord because you are good and we know that you know everything and we don't always need to know everything and lord we can walk in that place of trust with you we can walk in that place lord where we know the truth of your word that you never leave us you never forsake us so lord ask right now would you begin to heal minds lord online and in this room <laughs> Lord, would you begin to release your peace even now in your presence, Lord? Would you begin to release your truth? Holy Spirit, would you move? Would you move? Would you move? Would you move? So, in Jesus' name, we take authority over everything that is trying to hold any mind captive right now, either in this room or watching online. We take authority over those and we break their power in Jesus' name. And we say, You are free. You are free. You are free from all thoughts. You are free from all patterns in the mind. You are free from all those situations that are troubling you, that are harassing you, all of those things that you don't understand. And God's saying, you don't need to understand because I do. He's saying, I have it. You mightn't see it now, but I have it. You mightn't see it now, but I know about it. You mightn't see it now, but I am working in those situations. I am working in your life. But I feel what he wants to say, that first and foremost, he's saying to you, I want you to have peace. I want you to walk in a healed mind. I want you to walk in the hope that will never be taken away from you because of what I am, because of what I deposit. Thank you, Lord. And I feel that there are some people watching online or in the room where there's a need for healing of relationship with God because of some of these thought patterns. So Lord, would you heal right now? Would you reveal yourselves to them right now? Would you reveal them to them in a new way and in a mighty way? Would you reveal yourself that you are good, that your purposes are good, your intentions are good, that you are always the source of hope, that you're always the source of healing. So Lord, I thank you for renewed minds. Thank you, Lord, for peace in mind right now. Lord, we silence everything that's not of you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your peace. Peace in every home, peace in every life. That peace that knows no understanding. It surpasses us. We walk in that place because that's who we are. That's who Jesus is. That's what he did. We walk in that place of a peace that does not need to know understanding because it surpasses the natural world and the natural mind. Thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. I'm going to hand back to Rose now and I'd love you just to stay in that place of peace and quiet before God. Thank you.
1: Thank you Julie, thank you so much. Why don't we thank Julie for that incredible word. Thank you so much. It's so true isn't it that we can we can know something but try to rationalise it and one thing that we could never really fully ever understand is why why Jesus did what he did. He loved us that much. How did he do it? How did he do it? How did he go to a cross? How did he endure all he endured? Like we could never understand that full mystery. I mean, we know it's because he loved us, but whew, it's because he loved us. He did all of that. And this morning there could be people in this room or watching online that for the first time, you're hearing about a God who loves you and a God who laid down his entire life for you just because He wants to be with you. And I'd love to give an opportunity this morning for anybody who would like to come into that love of God and know that love of God that is going to rock your world and it is going to surpass any bit of understanding because we just can't understand it. He's so incredible, but He wants to come and be with us and and know us more. So um, if you'd love to say yes to Jesus today, I'm just going to lead you in a short prayer. And if everyone in the room and if you're watching online, if you'd love to pray after me, We're just going to invite Jesus into our lives a little more. So would you pray? Dear Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again to give me life. I ask you to forgive my sin. Be my Lord and Saviour. Fill me with your love this day. Amen. Amen. Lord, I just pray for every person who's prayed that prayer today. For the first time or the 50th time, it doesn't matter, God. You come in and you meet with us that that beautiful love that comes from you would just fill our hearts and minds and it would just, God, totally transform who we are. If you pray that prayer for the first time today, be sure to tell someone, maybe the people wearing the MCC T-shirts, they're a really good, they know what's going on, talk to them or come and see me or Pastor Julie after the service or Pastor Matt, we'd love to chat with you. Um, If you're online and you said yes to Jesus today, hey, so good. Could you fill out a contact form on our website? We would love to hear from you. Say, I said yes to Jesus today and we'd love to connect with you and pray with you on your journey. Thanks for joining us to church today. Have an excellent week. I just feel like I just want to bless you guys this week. So God, I just pray for every person watching online and and in this room, God, that you would bless them and keep them. God, that you would cause your face to shine upon them and that you would grant them peace to their family, to their households and to their communities. In Jesus' name, we all said, Amen. Amen. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. year we have Identity Conference here at MCC and we love it. Why? Because we get to come together for like a couple of days together and just go, Jesus, we're here for you and we want to seek you and we want to just see the things you're going to do. And it's, it's great because we get to come together for that period of time. So February 26 and 27 here at MCC is Identity Conference
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Pastor Joe Habermel, and this is my wife.
1: I'm Jody Habermel, and I'm looking forward to joining you for your Identity 2021 conference in Melbourne, of all places. I know.
0: It's so good. We can't wait to be there. Actually, I was there years and years ago. You know, identity is so important, and we're really looking forward to it. You know, John chapter 1, verse 12 talks about how what you receive plus what you believe equals what you become. So we're really looking forward to sharing with you the great things that God would love you to receive so that you can believe them and then become that person God's called you to be. So God bless you and we're going to see you real soon.
1: See you soon. thank you so much for watching today. We just love our online community and we are so glad that you could join us today. I'm Anna. And my name's Matt. Both Anna and I consider it such a privilege to be the senior leaders of Manningham Christian Centre. And we hope that you really, really enjoyed today's service. But most of all, our prayer is that you encountered God and you met with God in some way, that you experienced His love. Absolutely. If you would like to know more, then please visit our website, manninghamcc.org, Facebook, or Instagram. And if you're on the go, we are now on Spotify. You can catch up with all the sermons, all the messages on Spotify just by downloading the Spotify app and then searching Manningham Christian Centre. And don't forget to subscribe. Absolutely. Thank you again for watching, and we look forward to seeing you all really, really soon. Bye for now. See you later. Bye.